Welcome to our next episode of the AHPBA podcast with another installment of our Master's Series. In this episode, you will hear a conversation we had while at the AHPBA conference with the president of the AHPBA, Dr. Felipe Coimbra. Dr. Coimbra is the Chief of Abdominal Surgery on Surgical Oncology at AC Camargo Cancer Center, which is a leading center for cancer treatment and research in Sao Paulo, Brazil. Dr. Coimbra is a leader in HPV and surgical oncology internationally. He is an academician, a meticulous surgeon, and educator, and as Dr. Pollock described him at the HPVA this year, a true leader. As you can imagine, while at the conference, Dr. Coimbra was extremely busy, and we were very appreciative of his time and willingness to participate in the podcast. We hope to expand our podcast episodes to incorporate all colleagues of the HPBA and have exciting new episodes upcoming with help from some friends. So stay tuned. Without further ado, Dr. Coimbra. All right, uh, we're back here with the HPBA podcast. We're excited to have our current president, Dr. Coimbra, here with us today. Uh, we appreciate your time, sir. Thank you for, for spending some time with us today. So uh, the first thing we wanted to hear from you is just sort of uh, your path to becoming an HPV surgeon and, and a prominent one at that, kind of how you trained and how you got interested in the liver and, uh, and how that all came to be. Oh, yes. Uh, so I, I did my general uh, surgery residency in Sao Paulo. I'm mm -hmm. from Brazil. And, and after that, which are two years, it could be two or three, I did two years. Mm -hmm. Then I did my fellowship at AC Camargo Center, my surgical oncology fellowship. Mm -hmm. So more three years. Okay. So it's the total of five mm -hmm. then. And, and during my surgical oncology uh, fellowship, uh, we spend like a part of the time in different departments. So like head and neck, upper GI, mm -hmm. colorectum, thoracic. Uh, and of course, I'm, uh, during this time, this period of time, I really got very interested about HPV surgery. Mm -hmm. And then I, after that, I did my master's degree, which were my two years more. So I keep working in this right. institution. And, uh, and after that, I became assistant of the department. And after a few years, uh, I became the chair. So since 2008, actually, I'm the chair wow. of the department wow. of, of abdominal surgery in, in that yeah. institution. So, and one very important thing, after that, not... Not only uh, after our fellowships and residence, as you know, it's very important to keep studying and, and, mm -hmm. and doing and, and recycling. Yeah. Uh, so I can tell that uh, these visits that you may have, you, you can do, like visiting other institutions mm -hmm. in different countries, different mm -hmm. places, helped in so much. Yeah. So it was really impressive how, like coming to visit uh, Nick Valde, MD Anderson, mm -hmm. many others around the world, uh, uh, help us like uh, uh, getting some ideas small yeah, things that yeah. maybe you can bring back to your house and implement it. Yeah, that's really, yeah. So the next thing we wanted to discuss is how you initially got involved with the HPBA and then how you made your way up through the ranks to become president. Oh yes, thank you. This initiative is very important. So I'd like to say that I actually always worked within this area in upper GI and HPB mm -hmm, surgery yeah. in Brazil, back in Sao Paulo. And I, I got to know Nick Valte like 10 years ago, yeah. and then was he invited me to come uh, to this meeting and maybe being part of one of the committees. So yeah. that's why I first uh, uh, got more, more interested in the association. So I came here uh, about nine years ago for this meeting in Miami, and it would be, it was in Edinburgh, 
before. Yeah. Uh, so I came and really enjoyed it. And since then, I, I, I started coming for every meeting. And I got involved the first uh, with the research committee. I was mm -hmm. just part of it and stayed for one or two years. Then after that, I was invited uh, uh, to be part of the membership committee mm -hmm. and became the chair of the membership committee by that time. And it was a, a good moment. So we were like in a task force to try to include more Latin Americans and North Americans right. together. And we had a great opportunity because at that time, I had the chance to prepare like a marketing strategy. Mm -hmm. Of course, uh, not so professional, but I, I, I started like looking at other societies and also uh, looking at other institutions outside the health uh, system. So we got a lot of ideas and we introduced this to the association. So uh, it's, I think it's all about uh, looking for good examples, sure. studying a little bit, uh, and, and trying to implement and have the initiative to try to implement and test. And one very important point, we of course did a lot of mistakes probably, mm -hmm. but we learned from them and I think with those uh, mistakes we could uh, make a more, much more structured uh, membership chair by that time. Yeah. What do, you, what do you think has been the key to success there? How do you, what do you think the most successful thing that you guys have done to expand membership has been? Okay, actually I think it's not only about the, the membership committee. I think yeah, the whole sure. environment of our association mm -hmm. uh, guarantees that everybody uh, feels very welcome here. Yeah. Uh, everybody has a space uh, to give their opinion, to participate, to get engaged mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. within the committees, the, the, the complete association, and also the Congress. Yeah. And, and I think this Congress is a very good example of how to, to build it. So that's not a, such a big, so big uh, Congress meeting. And uh, everybody can get together, uh, can talk with each yeah. other, yeah. can get to know each other. It probably helps a lot with the networking if you're interested in that. And uh, also give you opportunity to talk since like the most simple member to the to the to the most important leadership of yeah. the association. Yeah. I know. I mean, as a you know a young member, I think that that kind of intimate feel of the meeting it, it really comes out. It, this meeting stands out to me as opposed to SSO or some of the the bigger organizations that you know it's a very different feel here. There's a lot of kind of uh, informal conversation, even within the, you know even within a talk. Somebody from the audience will kind of chime up, and, and it, uh, I mean, that's really the thing I, I love about this meeting is that it does feel informal and more intimate. Yes, and, and it just, for example, uh, during the discussions after, after the talk, mm -hmm. so uh, sometimes it becomes a debate because you can go right. there, say your right. opinion, then get the answer and keep discussing. So yeah. this is very important too. And ju just after the, 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 the first uh, period, I, I was the chair of the membership committee. Mm -hmm. I, I had another turn, so I stayed two more years. And then after that, so I was invited to be the secretary yeah. uh, and, and, and then to, to stay one year more as a secretary, then the president-elect and then That's great. The president. Yeah, you know, what, what is it like to be the president for a year? What, what uh, sort of, what do you do? What are your duties entail? Are you doing a lot of traveling during that year and kind of, what, what's well, the year like? I'm just oh, curious. yes, yes. Actually, uh, I think it's a, a, a great learning during all this period because uh, since you go from one committee to another mm -hmm. and, and, and grow and get to know how the association works mm -hmm. and you have this business meeting that are really impressive so we are very resolutive and, and, and get a, a lot of things uh, going on yeah. in this meeting so uh, uh, this is a, a really proud for me uh, to, to be a president of the association and uh, it feels like a lot of responsibility 
But once you get used to it, I think you have the opportunity uh, really to work with great people. Uh, and you could maybe uh, do a, a range of different things. But I think the most important uh, in this position is to listen everyone, mm -hmm. get opinions. Of course, you have to take the final decision mm -hmm. uh, sometimes, but it's very important to be in a collaborative way. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, besides that, uh, you have the opportunity to get to know so many people all around the Americas. And uh, that's true. I, I have to, to, to do a lot of uh, trips yeah. and go to a lot of meetings. And yeah. it's also very nice yeah. because you learn a lot. You learn a lot, not only from the people, but the techniques right. and how they work there. And this is very important. Yeah, that's that's kind of a theme. You know, Dr. Bote has instilled that in, in those of us at, at Anderson. Yeah. Uh, that traveling is very, very important. And, you know, that's come up in a number of our interviews, how important it is to travel around and learn t new techniques. You know, do you have any advice for young members who, you know, want to come to South America and, and see some things, you know, see some new techniques? How do you think young surgeons can get involved in that? Is there, you know, opportunities for funding and, and things like that? How did you approach that when you were, before you were the president of the HPBA, yeah. you know, when you were younger? Oh, yes. I think it's very important to, to exchange experiences. So mm -hmm. I think a uh, North American fellow going to, or a young surgeon uh, go to a South America, it's a, it's a great opportunity to learn. Uh, not only about that, it's, you see different things. So you see sometimes better things would be amazing mm -hmm. and, and things you do much better than back here. <laughs> yeah. So that's how you, you build your own opinion on, on something. Yeah. You know, when you see different opinions, you can face uh, at these different uh, situations and then you can choose sometimes which one would be better. Sometimes you go to a trip like this and see like simple things that could help you. Mm -hmm. Then you come, when you come back, it's very easy to implement it. Yeah. And sometimes if you only hear about that, but you, you, don't, you don't listen about that, but you don't see it in place and how mm -hmm. it would work, uh, sometimes it's hard uh, to take the, the message and, and start doing the same. Right. Yeah, that's great. Uh, and regarding uh, young surgeons to come to the association, I think you have a, a, a lot of opportunities here. Yeah. So you have, of course, the fellows, the fellowship opportunities you already have, you have the committees. I think you, should, you can be engaged. It's important to remember that during the year, uh, you have the chance uh, uh, to apply for a position. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's very democratic nowadays. So uh, yeah. people can apply and, and you may be choosing to be a part of one of the committees by the nomination committee. Sure. So it's become, it's evolving. It's an evolving process. Yeah. That's great. Um, you know, the other thing I was wondering about is kind of what you, um, uh, on the topic of evolution, right? What do you see as the next evolution of, of expanding the HPBA, you know, across the Americas to South America? Are there initiatives to maybe move this meeting uh, down to South America every couple of years or anything like that? Oh, yes. It has been discussed a lot, but there are a lot of uh, other points to, to have in mind because yeah. it's not very easy uh, yeah. to change yeah. the places right. every year. So. People like Miami. So. Yes, people like Miami. <laughs> and Miami is like a, a middle point between yeah. like the West yeah. Coast and, and, and really down South America. Yeah. Uh, and it's easy. People like very much. Uh, besides, people are used uh, to come here uh, uh, by this time. Uh, but any other initiatives that you see coming for more engagement oh, globally? And yes, I think one very important point here is to try to exchange much more uh, experiences about yeah. North and South America. 
Uh, and you have the technology there that, that's in our favor now. So we have the web meetings, the mm, uh, yeah. great chances uh, to do a lot of things together. One example uh, is the Grand Rounds uh, series we have every year, like the, that, that uh, meeting once a month by, by, by the website, mm -hmm. by streaming. So uh, now Latin American can have had the chance uh, to participate on it. Actually, yeah. now it's only for observer. You can't really present the case, but we are preparing something that will help both sides to get together. Yeah. And there are many other initiatives like these meetings uh, right. and also the traveling grants so people can from South America can come to a North American institution and on the other side too. Yeah, so great. we have been receiving in South America a lot of North Americans Good. visiting us. Good. Yeah. So this is amazing. Yeah, that's great. Um, on that topic, you know, since you've obviously traveled a lot more than I have, what, what do you see as the big differences um, when you visit an American institution versus South American or Brazilian? And kind of what, what do you think that uh, we can learn from each other? Oh, yes. I think one very important difference that we see uh, when you come to North America, mm -hmm. to a North American institution, I think here you have a, a much better uh, structure around the physician and around the surgeon mm. to do everything. So uh, I, I'm sure you, you probably complain about it, but <laughs> <laughs> if you compare with uh, South America, uh, the structure around uh, the doctor uh, to, to do like the bureaucracy, to do your daily mm. work mm. is much less. And here is great because you really can focus on the patient, on the surgery, on your research. This right. is another point. Uh, during your, your practice, your fellowships, I, I know you have, like, for example, the fellowships, research fellowships, mm -hmm. and you have contact a lot of research opportunities. You may not like it or may don't want to <laughs> do that, but you have a lot of opportunities on that field. And in South America, it's not very cultural mm -hmm. to have during your fellowship this contact, but it's, it's changing. And I believe this exchange among uh, institutions and associations helps a lot on that direction. Yeah. On the other way, uh, maybe in South America, actually not maybe, I'm sure about that, uh, surgeons get more direct contact with the patients very early, mm. which may be good. Of course, it depends on how you deal with it, but you have more uh, uh, earlier contact with patients mm. and early possibility to start doing uh, surgery, surgery yeah. directly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So at the end, actually, I think anyone from each side can uh, reach the same position, mm -hmm. yeah. but, but through different uh, yeah. pathways. Yeah, I mean, I wonder if we have uh, more infrastructure because we need it because there's more paperwork yeah. in our medical system. <laughs> yes, I don't know. Oh, <laughs> yes. But one thing that I, maybe it, it, it didn't, uh, it's not working well, maybe is all this uh, bureaucracy regarding yeah. the, the technology and, and, and the, the, the attending program. So mm -hmm. when you see patients, we have a lot of work to do that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so if you, you have till 8.30, we have, I kind of, skip the first usually we ask people kind of how they trained and, and oh, yeah, in their yeah, early yeah, career yeah, that would be great to hear from you oh. if you have you know a few oh, more minutes so fine. hoje estou aqui é, no podcast da HPBA e tenho certeza que será um grande sucesso é, aproveita essa oportunidade para aprender com os grandes líderes é, dessa associação e, e façam parte também venham e participem acho que é uma excelente oportunidade naquele momento livre que você tem no carro no trânsito no descanso é ouvir e aprender é, da HPBA.
I just uh, yeah, no, it's great. I don't know if it's you great. understood this. So. I did not, but oh, okay. No, just uh, please listen. Yeah, that's uh, perfect. Try try the, the podcast and a good opportunity to to listen from the leaders, learn from each other. Yeah, that's great. And Thank in you. your free time, like in the traffic or rest yeah, exactly. You can you can learn a lot. Yeah, yes. that's great. Well, you know, we we really thank you for your support as president. You know, this kind of this idea kind of came up in the last year, all during during your term, and we've had a lot of support from the leadership. We really appreciate that. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, I, I know you're super busy, so we won't hold you any longer. But we really appreciate your time today. I appreciate your leadership as president over the past year, and look thank forward you, to, yeah, to so things we appreciate in the future. All your work yes, sir. Thank you very much. Okay.